Blog Talk Radio. It was such 
an amazing journey. And I think that it's worth talking about with respect to how we respond to the flow of our lives and how we come to understand that we are co-creators, but we are also in the midst of a journey that is greater than we can see. And when life seems to carry us somewhere that is unexpected, when might, if we are strict believers in the law of attraction, and I am not a strict believer in that because I believe it's something we need to examine within the scope of reality in the sense of we do attract experiences that help us to grow. And that doesn't necessarily mean that we know exactly what that is in advance. And so in a sense of talking about the law of attraction, I believe that we don't necessarily fully understand what it is that will take us to our greatest potential. So yes, we do have a role as a co-creator, absolutely. And if our intent is high, if we navigate our journeys with faith and trust and with love and with knowing that we always are seeking the highest outcome for us and for everyone around us, then yes, as part of an omnipresent God, which means God is everywhere, in every bit as much as, if you want to think of it as God answering prayer, that I was having this discussion with someone who is conservative, that if we have been taught that God answers prayer, then we have a part in our unfolding journeys. We have a part in that. And this is a concept that is shared by multiple spiritual disciplines. It's not just a New Age idea. It's just expressed in a different way. And certainly, we have a shared understanding that God is everywhere. And if God is everywhere, God is in us. And that's a wonderful thing. And it's nothing that is solely owned by just one spiritual path, this understanding. In fact, it's a beautiful thing that multiple spiritual paths share this understanding. And going forward with this show, you're going to find I am once again going to do my best to bring in some different spiritual voices so that we can listen to different perspectives. Sometimes we won't agree, um, and that's okay. That's exactly the idea, because what we may find is that there is common ground. And one piece of common ground that I found during what was a an interesting aspect of, of many journeys last week um, in the hospital is that this notion of prayer and intent, as it can be expressed in other ways, these are not so far apart, especially if you realize God is one 
with us, all of us. And in many ways, when we go through a trial, I have found that we prayer is very useful. Some people don't like that notion, and that's okay. If that concept doesn't resonate with you, then think of it in the way that it does. But I think that when we go through periods where we feel, um, you know, we're in need of more assistance, certainly um, when I think of the angels who are there to assist us, um, it is a dialogue. It is a dialogue. And that's where this notion of I'm not all by myself. We are a we. We're not just an I. It's not just I want this. It is a we. And we can feel the support of that greater we, um, whether across the veil or very presently here. And we can all support each other. And that is what I experienced last week. I will also say that my journey of the past month has been one, once again, of expressing my own authenticity and being more and more at peace with that. And that, too, is a journey for many of us. I am a person who is quite active in my community. And I found in the past month, because of some of the things I was doing as a volunteer, I've more people who are conservative in my community began to have an awareness of my Facebook presence, of you know who I am at the center. And I know that depending on a person's background, if it's very conservative, that can feel a little bit uncomfortable because we don't necessarily um, all understand one another. And and yet, what we can always default to is that love at the center. I mean, who is this person at the center? That's what we come to know and love. And then once we find out details that may be a little bit surprising, like, oh, you know, these are new age ideas. I don't know how I feel about that, if we're conservative. Um Perhaps we might reflect upon what are the fruits that are resulting from whatever this person does. And, you know, we can see this. I I know many loving people of different spiritual persuasions than me. And I really can't necessarily label what I am. I don't feel that I conform to any label. And I bet that more of us are feeling that way more and more. Lately... I find myself called back to some Quaker roots, for example. In fact, when I went through what was a period of trial, and yet I chose to go through it with trust, and so it was easier to navigate, um, when I went through that, I found myself called in a way to some Quaker teachings that I've been exposed to, or just the Quaker experience, because something I haven't talked about too much on this show, I don't think, is I spent a time where I went to a Quaker church, and we would sit in silence, not complete silence, because that's not the way it is, but I went to a non-programmed friends gathering for a while in Portland, and we would 
until one of us was led to speak. And that's what those gatherings are like. And it's really quite a beautiful thing. I think one time I got up and I said, God is love, for example. Um, Something very generic because we had people there of multiple spiritual backgrounds. And then other times you would just share what you were guided to say. And truthfully, I can't even remember anymore what it is that I might have shared at the time. But it was a really beautiful thing. And what was so powerful about it was that indeed there were people from various spiritual backgrounds there. There were some people who might characterize themselves as a little bit more, quote, new age. And I always have to put that in quotes. And there were others who were very, very Christian and came from a more conservative Christian background. And yet we all met together and found this place of peace where most of the time we sat quietly. You would sit for about, I think the service was about 45 minutes, if I recall, and you would simply sit there, patient, and in mutual sharing and respect for one another and a feeling of the divine. And it was a truly beautiful thing. And somehow I was called back to that memory when I was going through what, was a bit of an interesting curve in the journey, really. And I I thought of it at one point as I was reflecting upon it. Um, sometimes in our journeys, we may feel like we've been, we're on a boat and we're headed for the rapids and maybe we're on the rapids. And what do we do if you find yourself in the rapids? What if you fall out of the boat and find yourself in the river? What do you do? You trust. You trust and you trust and you trust if you truly believe that everything that is on your path is for your higher path, which is exactly where you want to be, and for those paths of those around you, which is the other key, is that we are not here in a vacuum. And I think that If I had a lesson to express most of all at this moment, it is so much that, that we get so focused on, I want this, or I want that, or, you know, I can order from the universe exactly what I want, as if from a universal catalog sitting right in front of me. And although sometimes that does happen, I mean, it's perfectly legitimate and wonderful to desire certain dreams and to believe that they can become reality. That is perfectly in alignment with what we are called to do as human beings. But sometimes things happen. We don't understand. And we may not completely understand those things until much later. And what we will generally find is that There were huge, huge lessons to be learned by multiple individuals because we are not alone. Gosh, is that ever important, that we are not alone. We are here together having a journey together. 
our boats, if you like to think of it that way, interact with one another. We might even bump into each other on the rapids. Who knows? I mean, we're even in this together with people who might seem like polar opposites from us. Look at the Republican debate last night, for example. A lot of I didn't see. I, I, I actually came across it rather randomly last night. I turned on uh, the radio while I was driving, and um, it was on. And I just happened to stumble upon a part which um, was objectionable to me, what they were talking about. It certainly was not in alignment with what I believed. And yet the question becomes, why do all these people exist? Why are we having these clashes in our culture right now over very key things? And how is it ultimately going to help us all to grow? Um, and... You know, how can we become more loving? How can we, yes, express that which we are? How can we be our authentic selves? And for some of us, that becomes very important, that we can't just silently necessarily navigate the path. It's a real balance as to how we express our own authenticity, our own values, our own conscience, regarding how this world to unfold, how we as human beings can help that along. That's important. And yet still meaningfully interact with those who may have completely different points of view. Because somewhere we need to meet on the bridge. And in some cases we may say, there is no way I could ever meet and, you know, name some person that you think you could never meet on a bridge. And yet the interesting thing is, is that if you found yourself in a boat in the rapids with that person, what would you do? How would you interact with one another? How might you truly find some middle ground? And you would be surprised because do you want to know what the real center is? The real center is there is not one human being on this planet who isn't one with the divine, just like you. Omnipresent God is within each and every one of us. And for those who may be listening, who are conservative, and who want to say, oh, this sounds like, you know, New Age stuff, we're one with God, or I'm God, or whatever, you know what? In the Christian community, this concept of an omnipresent God is every bit as prevalent. And we need to begin to understand what does it mean? What does it mean that God is everywhere? And that's what I'm talking about. How do we come to terms with that? How do we come to understand that God is in each of our hearts and that the divine is helping us on this journey. I had a friend, I've had a lot of support from from people during this time, and one of the guests on this show who is known as the angel lady happened to interact with me right around the time when I needed a little support, and it had me reflecting again on how that is such a place of common ground, how so many of us believe in angels, and that's a really simple place to meet on the bridge is that we believe that there are loving angels out there who are supporting us, 
And um, the angel lady, who I will name, Sue Storm, I'll have to have her on the show again sometime soon, she was offering some some assistance because um, she is very connected to the divine and to the angelic realm. But we all are. We are all angel people. Um, we all have this capability, and and we are essentially human angels on this planet. We are aspects of the divine having a human experience. So where does gratitude come into this? Because I did list that as part of this episode today. Well, I am just so very thankful for the miracles that happened in my life in the last month. And even in the hospital, I spent a lot of time um, supporting this loved one and looking out the window at an absolutely beautiful view of the woods. And that was a gift. That was a miracle. In fact, I reflected that if every hospital could have a view of the woods or of the ocean or of something beautiful, just what kind of healing outcomes might we see? And see, the key is, when you're in the midst of a challenge, you find those things that bring you joy. Those woods out that window brought me incredible joy at sunrise and sunset. They were amazing. And I would walk out of the room sometimes, and I would look out the other windows, and maybe the sun would be setting, and it was just absolutely beautiful. And that alone brought me to the space of gratitude exactly where I needed to be. Or you will find in any challenge, there are little triumphs. There are little triumphs that are such things to be grateful for. And that's the key. Look for those little things. Perhaps you are having a challenge now. Perhaps you're in the hospital yourself. Perhaps you are supporting a a very dear loved one in the hospital like I was last week. Perhaps you are in any number of situations out there that we all find ourselves in. Face it, we're human. We're on this planet for a reason. If we didn't choose to have experiences on this planet as human beings, we would have just stayed across the veil or in heaven or however you want to express it. We would have stayed one with the divine. And yes, we are one with the divine here, but we are also human. And sometimes we forget just how one we are with the divine and with one another. And we are here for a reason, to have a human journey. I do believe that we are evolving. I believe that is something to be so very thankful for, that we are raising our consciousness on this planet. And it is going across spiritual traditions as well. This is happening in a space of love. In fact, as a matter of fact, here, I will give you a perfect example. I didn't watch a lot of the Republican debate because I got home. I heard something on the radio that I'm not even going to get into, but it kind of was not something that I agree with. And not just kind of, it was not something that I agree with socially. Um, And... Then I got home, and there was a point where one of the candidates and that they were actually judging one of the candidates for going to a 
a ceremony, a wedding ceremony, um, where others did not agree. You know, it was a same-sex marriage ceremony that this candidate, and now I can't even remember which candidate attended, and he was defending this, saying that he loves these people, and he went to the ceremony. Now, this is a very, very challenging topic within our society right now where there is great disagreement, and yet many of us are very, very loving and open individuals and choosing to celebrate that people can express love in so many ways. And yet in this example, it was a person who did not feel that this was necessarily in keeping with their spiritual beliefs, and yet at the center was love. They still expressed love, that they supported these loved ones. And you know what? That's a key right there. We may, those of us who may have a more open view, still look on that and say, well, you know, it was just a concession or whatever. And we might, but that is a judgment. What we need to do is see the seed of love that's there, that there was love expressed and applause. They even applauded. There were a number of people in the audience who applauded this candidate for expressing love, and that's the key. We need to affirm one another, and the more that we do this, the more we will create a loving, open society, even if there are nuances of disagreement within this. It doesn't matter. The more that we can support a loving step, the more that we can support that, the more that we will ultimately together consciously move towards a mutually accepting society. And that's the key, where unconditional love is consciously at our center. And I swear, as I remember, I'm going to have to watch it again maybe if I can, I think that term was used that I am called to be unconditionally loving. And they were talking about Christian love. Yes, that's the key. Because unconditional love is not just Christian. It is unconditional love, which is the love that emerges from our center, from the divine. And so in what could be a very polarizing setting, in a setting where it may be easy to say, oh, yeah, but it's real easy to say that, I know. Love, love came through in the way that it could, and that's the key. So just keeping an eye on the time here, kind of flowing forward with this. Gosh, just like that, it's been half an hour. That's how long I intended to be here today. The live show will be going down soon. So I want to let people know that the Frontier Beyond Fear is very much alive and well. I just allowed the show to be a little bit quiet for a while. I am thankful for those of you who've been coming into the archive. I see 
these surges that I don't completely understand. Perhaps they're guests who are publicizing the show, but like just a few days ago, for no explainable reason, I saw a jump in listenership um, overall that's noticeable. And these things are just happening while the show is relatively quiet. And I am so thankful for that, that people are continuing to listen to the show in the archives. And that's exactly what I want, because I know it's sometimes hard to keep up with all these shows that are out there. I know with shows that I follow, sometimes if you don't hear the last episode, you forget that, oh, gosh, you know, five episodes ago, there was something I really wanted to hear, and you just forget. But in this case, I hope you are listening, and I encourage you to go to FrontierBeyondFear.com to continue to improve. I know I say this many times, but I'm really setting my intent now to get more improvements out there so that you can find shows by guests, that you can find shows by topic. And there are some wonderful guests coming up. I continue to be so thankful for the publicists and the authors and all the people who are sending things my way during this time. Everyone those who have known that I've been journey this summer, such beautiful, loving support and patience, and I do appreciate that. But rest assured, everyone, there's a beautiful schedule coming together for the fall, and I'm really looking forward to that. And I do hope to do more spontaneous shows every once in a while, because every time I'm guided to do one, um, I I just feel that it's time well spent. And, and valuable. It's good for us as hosts to to let our own um, authenticity come forth sometime in a setting where we can just be fully expressive. And the live show is going down now, so thank you, those of you who have been listening live. I'm in the archive, and I always welcome those of you across time who are listening to the archive show. I am very appreciative of that. Remember, there are no boundaries to time. In fact, I'll even carry my reflection just a little bit farther with that because as part of my experience recently where I was thinking about healing energy and prayers across time, I realized, say say you find out that someone that you love was in the hospital a month ago or went through some experience. Let's suppose that you didn't know and you just found out. Well, guess what? There is no time. Energy knows no boundaries of time. Prayers know no boundaries of time. The divine knows no boundaries of time. Go ahead and send those prayers. Send that healing energy. Send that loving support to the past. Because there is no past. This may seem somewhat adventurous, somewhat unusual, but it's not because so many of us know there is no linear time. We are beyond that. The divine is beyond time. And even even physics is coming into agreement with that. So you don't even have to be a spiritual person to realize that time isn't what we think it is. And here's another notion, because I was thinking about this as I was walking not too long ago. How about sending that energy to yourself? How about thinking about a time when you really needed some extra support, 
whether this is a loved one or yourself, you can do this. You can literally pray for yourself. If prayer is the word that works for you, the concept that works for you, or send that love, send that support. Love, love, as much love as you possibly can to that person that you once were. Did you have a challenging childhood? Do you remember experiences that were difficult for you? Why not? Why not send yourself love across time through the divine? Of course, the divine is always going to love you no matter what. That love from the divine was always there. Consciously open that door to yourself in the past, and why not now? Why not consciously open the door to the love that is flowing from your center and from outside of you, too? Let's not forget that. We talk so much about the love at the center. Yes, yes, it is within us, and yet it's also all around us. It's both. It is both. It is both internal and external. And there is no internal or external once you really get to the center of it. It's just all the divine, that love. Open the door. Open it consciously. Right now, let that love in, no matter what your spiritual path. It doesn't matter if you're a New Ager or a conservative Christian listening to this broadcast today. I know you'll be listening in the archive now. Across time, I invite you, open the door to God's love. We can meet there, can't we? We can meet in that loving space, and we can meet ourselves there, too. You can even send it to the future. There is no time. If You, if you can send it to anyone at any time, anywhere. Sometimes I think we could even change the very fabric of reality by simply sending our love where it is most needed. We can certainly make a difference. Why not try that today? Kind of a novel concept. All right, I will end this show now, but I've kind of enjoyed reflecting here live. And I do want to invite you once again Visit FrontierBeyondFear.com and do not be surprised at all if I come back on the air pretty soon and test out this new, wonderful, high-fidelity sound once I get my equipment hooked up, which, when it comes to synchronicity, I happen to have some equipment that has just been sitting in a drawer, and I came across it one day, and I haven't been using it, and then, lo and behold, not long after, there was an announcement that... Um, this account now has that sound available to it, and I can use that equipment. So, yes, I will probably have a test show before I have a guest come on in much the same way. But for now, um, no matter what the sound quality is, at the center, the sound, the music that I hope that you hear is love, is love. Love is at the center. Love is the flow. Love will help us every day, and we can be thankful for that. 
Take care, everyone. I hope to see you soon. Thank you.